Sorry about that, folks. I just muted for the first uh, uh, three minutes of that. <laughs> 
Shell, I was absolutely muted. And uh, that is so funny that I did that. And that, that is only... <laughs> That's perfect. You're, well, look, here's what I said. Hit the lotto, number 11. Thanks for coming to the, to the studio. Hope you guys love it. Pet Fangs, they're the ones who do the theme song. I'm excited about this. The guests that I'm having on, I'm having on because a year ago we talked about COVID, and that's all I talked about on this thing. 11 weeks, that's almost 12. That's crazy, but I've been doing it for that long. But <clears throat> I've been doing this PlayStation game thing where I bought PlayStation 4 at almost 50 years old, and I'm – playing literally for two things. One was because COVID and my friends, my buddy said, you know, there's a pretty good golf game. And I'm like, all right, well then maybe I can buy one for my kid. You know what I mean? Maybe I can buy one for her and then I'll just use it to play golf. And then <clears throat> that turned into like COVID and a mini like need for this fucking video game system that I play. And I play golf and then I do the commentating for, for this racing league. And it's some... Um, it's fun. Like it's got its ups and downs and it's, well, I don't, I don't know what, whatever, whoever's in here and knows about it, knows about it. And, but the one thing that I learned from it was I learned that I really enjoy formula one. I really take, a, and, and, and there's everything in my bones tells me I should hate this sport, even like commentating it fakely for the last year and watching it. Everything about my, my, in my bones tells me I should hate this sport. It is <clears throat> like it's the, this pinnacle sport or whatever, but it's an elitist, complete elitist sport. But anyway, I said to the my next guest, do you want to come on and talk about F1? He said, let's do it. And I appreciate it. And Tony, why not? Tony, welcome to the studio, man. Sorry that there's that delay at the beginning. <laughs> I couldn't believe that my microphone was muted. I thought I hit it perfect and everything was great, and it wasn't. But welcome, uh, man. Appreciate uh, you coming in, dude. Thanks. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I wasn't too sure what was going on. I was in, <laughs> I was in checking my router there to see what was going on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That oh, is okay. funny. Yeah, that yeah. is absolutely <laughs> – that's hilarious. Sorry, man. Sorry about that. I, can't, no, I never no, hit the mute no, button. When last week I did such a good job. See, that's what happened. Last week yeah. I did an amazing job leading in so much that, that Dricka was on last week, and he said – you know, man, you're getting pretty good at this, like leading in the music ends and you start and all that stuff. And this yeah. week, I totally bollocks that shit. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. So, like, it's no problem. It's all part of and parcel of it, I suppose. <laughs> I would well, have done the same, no doubt, you know. So. Well, welcome in the studio, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, and um, we, like, I, like I said, I think you, I'm going to test you tonight. I'm going to oh. just stupid questions that I don't know anything about and see if you know the answer. And if you tell me, even if it's wrong, I'll believe you. But I'm sure there's some guys out there that are going to challenge you. Oh. If you're not right, <laughs> you're on a podcast. We do get downloads. Come on now. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to test you a little bit. But before we get into, into F1, I'm, I, I actually have no I have no rant. Tonight, I thought about a rant, but I'm I'm literally I'm ranted out. Like I'm ranted out. I've been, you know, I don't need to be in any other rants other than the last you know 24 hours of my life. So I have nothing. I there is no rant. My it's actually this is something that I don't know if you know, Tony. That um, I had a we had a guest on a few weeks ago, and we were talking about Irish sayings and things that, that I hear now that I'm in Ireland and things that I hear Irish people yeah. say, you know, just your typical kind of, our, our yeah. St. Paddy's Day show, you know, my St. Paddy's Day show. But one, my, oh, yeah, yeah. my wife reminded me of one this evening because some stuff, you know, shit goes down as it does. And she, she looked at me and she said, the face of a slapped arse, that one. And, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, 
what what and i looked at her and i just started laughing i'm like i i i i've heard it i could remember hearing it before but yeah. that is one of the funniest things what is that that that's a yeah. great saying man that's fantastic <laughs> i don't even really know what it means <laughs> like i'll be honest with you i'm not even i think i'm 100 percent sure of the definition but i don't even really know the definition of it yeah. it is just yeah. could you imagine yeah. just somebody saying that 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 should be in a movie yeah. That Americans would laugh at that because I think it's funny. Man. <laughs> it, is, it is very funny now. I, I, my, my wife comes out with it the odd time as well now. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I like you just think like what is what is a face like a well slapped Irish look like? You know what I mean? Just a bright red, angry face or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a crazy it's, saying, it's, but it's funny. It's, like it's really it's, it's a funny twist on it. You know, it's, it I definitely centers around anger. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, it definitely yeah. it definitely has its roots in, in, in anger, whether that's Germanic or, or romantic or whatever that is, but it definitely has its roots in it. But I just thought that was hilarious. And again, like kind of makes it just yeah. understand and figure what the fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, well, so welcome to the show, man. I figured yeah. let's we'll, we'll kick into some some uh, Formula One and yeah. we'll uh, oh, yeah. you know talk about it, go through some guys. Go, I have some some topics to talk about after that, but uh, if when you're ready, if you're ready to go, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna break it down and ask you. Start asking you questions. Are you there, pal? Am I out there? Can you hear me now? There we go. Hello. Yeah, there you are. There you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you are. I wasn't sure what was going on, but but you hear? I, I don't know if you heard what I said there. It's gonna look. It's gonna be. Uh, uh, this is gonna be a, a a show that looks like it has the face of a slapped arse. Okay, Tony. <laughs> let's just let's just go. Let's just. We're gonna start with that. That's the level we're gonna start at, yeah. and then we just okay. move up from there. You know what I mean? This yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. what this just happened. Good. I don't know. Oh, I I, don't I, know something screwed up. I screwed it up. Whatever. No, it doesn't matter. But it's we're not gonna be the. It's not gonna be a seamless show. But anyway, you don't mind if I just wrap into. Well, basically, let's. You know, how did you start to get into F one? How long have you been watching or around Formula One or or even racing of any kind? Um, ah, well, like I suppose it's from my father. Um, he always watched it, and we were always there watching it as well, you know, and gathered an interest from it there, you know, when you go to, because my father, he's from Donegal, we go up to the rally up there, and, you know, we go to the Phoenix Park races, was a big one every year, you know, unfortunately that's not with us this long time, but it was always fond memories of that, like, and sort of drifted away a little bit in my teens and then sort of came back to it again then and uh, yeah well, then, yeah so all the way back then yeah so it's always been been part of uh, it's always a sport that I've always followed you know what I mean it sort of fell into the background in my teens but as I grow, grew older and you know being able to attend events as well like was was a big spur on for me as well like you know I was fortunate enough to uh moved to Holland and then the company I worked for brought us to Spa one year, you know, and uh, we were sitting at the bottom of our rouge and, you know, after that, like, you know, it's like, it's like a drug, you know what I mean? You, you have to go back. So, you know, you just keep going back and back again. So it's a, uh, yeah, in these COVID years, it's, it's not great because you miss all the 
the motorsporting events in general, like, because I'd follow a few and go to different ones, like, so. Yeah, but of all, like, I, um, you know, <clears throat> when you talk about major sports around the world, yeah. you know, the F1 has actually done, they actually, <clears throat> they had a season last year. Yeah. Nobody had seasons. You know what I mean? They had a season. It was, yeah. albeit, you know, a shortened down version, blah, 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 all those things. Yeah. But they still had a season. And, like, yeah. COVID hit the number one driver in the fucking world and he had to sit out a race like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. It, it it was a part of it but it's still they, they still got through it you know what i mean they did yeah, pretty good they job did, and they got they through did it a so really good job because it was looking pretty bleak around this time last year after the after australia last year it was like oh my god are we are we going to see formula one this year you know but they in fairness to them they they pulled it together and they they got the venues like the new venues were great I thought, well, Bart Turkey wasn't great, but that was sort of track and weather. But like, they they really pulled it out of the bag, in fairness. Like, and it's great to see like Imola back this year because it's a great track and uh, it's got a lot of history as well with it. Like, so it's it's good to see that track. Portimao is back, so yeah, it it it, it should make for a good season as well. Um, especially with the top guys it looks pretty close so so yeah i mean that's that's i guess that's the big question isn't it because formula one is about streaks like because of the way it's set up yeah. it's set up with this weird secrecy pay to play, play kind of you know it's 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 billions of dollars so yeah. you know like you see i could definitely from what i see like you know even watching my rough knowledge of it just from the last year or so, and even watching like say drive to survive or whatever, yeah. but like <clears throat> the Williams team, which is like this down and out, whatever team, but Williams dominated F1 for, for a time being, and yeah. no matter what it was. And then Ferrari dominated and, you know, now Mercedes is dominating and Red Bull dominated. And yeah. like, yeah. It, it, it's not, it's, it's been like this from what I see, just the histor historical is domination. And, yeah. Is it domination because the right team? Because that's rare. Like, let's be honest. To to have in other professional sports, you know, at least that I'm familiar with, that to have the same sort of dominance like that is is kind of rare. Just where I come from, American football and basketball, there's dominant teams. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are definitely dominant teams, but you know, the the same kind of domination. You don't, you don't see, you know, anyway, look, F1, yeah. they had a season, they went through, and, and that's what, it sucked me in, it, it brought me into it, yeah. and then Drive to Survive is a fucking great show, and I talked about that last mm -hmm. week with Jico, but the fucking, the show yeah. is, is good, I don't watch much television, I watch yeah, it, no, like, it because it's really exciting, and the yeah. thing that's crazy about F1 is that, like I said, again, I, just to hear your opinion yeah. of it, but... <clears throat> F1 drivers and their contracts run out and they have last <clears throat> they have to find a new team or they sneak away to a new team to sign a different deal or the team fires you or the team comes out and says you this guy will not be driving for us like halfway through the season <laughs> the team says or the guy says I've just signed a new contract for next year with your the arch rival of this team 
<laughs> that's what ha that's li literally what happens yeah, literally, and then they yeah, say yeah. but don't worry i'm gonna put in a good half a season you know what i mean <laughs> or the team says oh, but don't worry we're still gonna root for you to win even though you're fired after it's over yeah. you know what i mean yeah. the, the, like it's such a weird sport because there's so much money involved and that ha even happens you know what i mean how yeah. does that even happen in, in sports like how does how are they going to fight fairly why are they going to it's great it's such a weird thing that's weird man it that's, is, I, but it that's is why i love it strange one yeah it is like especially like like with ricardo like that's a prime example of this year you know like and it was fairly early on in the season you know what i mean like so uh you had to spend nearly an entire season you know driving for his opposition this year you know um yeah, like I suppose, yeah, it's just part and parcel of the of of F one. It's just that it it's very ruthless. Like you know, like these drivers only look out for themselves. Like these teams just have to facilitate. You know, give them the best car, and that's what they try and do. So like these drivers are always on the hunt for the best car. Like and like you look at a like the move that uh, uh, Hamilton made, like just before the, they moved from the V8s to the V6 hybrids, you know, he made the move to Mercedes, did a couple of bad years, and everyone sort of like, why, why is he doing it, you know? But they came good in the end, and he sort of knew that, like, with the structure with Toto Wolf and you have Nicky Lauder there, and, and the development on the engine, like, you know, so he, like, he'd know about all this, and it's a, a conscious decision. He goes, right, well, I'll just buy my time. And look what happened to him, you know? Like, Listen, it's it's capitalism. The, the, Formula One is literally, you know what it is? What Formula One is, is it's American capitalism and European ingenuity. So it's, Amer it's, it's, it's if you take the American capitalist where the guy who has the most money wins, right? It's And, and if you want to get more money, you go out and get yourself more money than if that's what you think is going to win. But until you get more money, we're going to win and we're going to hide all our information from you. It's yeah. literally, it's American capitalism, but it's, yeah. but it's your European technology and European ingenuity yeah. because yeah. that's what's happening because the Europeans are smarter than that. They've been doing this. The, the, the yeah. Europeans finally figured out, you know what I mean? You know, let, let's turn this into a cash cow. And it is because it's fast and it's worth it and all that. Yeah. But yeah. Formula One is a sport where the, the American one of the biggest issues over the last four years is America's uh, relationship with Russia, right? One yeah. of the biggest issues. It's a, it's a hot, butt top, hot button topic in America. You know, are, uh, he collude with the Russians. Are they colluding yeah. with the Russians? Yeah. Are they colluding with the Russians? Um, um, there's an F1 team that is now a mix <laughs> of an American legend in racing in America. I mean, the man is a yeah, you know, Haas is, is, is a, yeah. a legendary yeah. team. Yeah. It's, and Tony Stewart was the yeah. absolute monster yeah. in NASCAR yeah. for years, yeah. for years. Have yeah. just yeah. gone into partnership <laughs> with a Russian billionaire <laughs> whose son is driving the car. Okay. Trying to. <laughs> it's American capitalism. <laughs> so these in America, it's America. It's the Russians paying them off, and the Americans going to bed with more money. But then they have to make this deal. That's like, what the fuck? 
fuck. Yeah, like, the Russians and, win. And the colors and the colors of the car. Like the Russians win. If that was <laughs> a world see, war, the I, Russians I, would I win. I don't think I've seen a hat livery in the American flag colors or anything like that. I, I'm not sure if there was. I think there was a white, red, and black. Well, I don't think they ever went white, red, and blue on on their livery like in you know not like you see in the livery they have now at the moment like it's clearly like a russian flag like you know it's uh yeah it, it's and, crazy, and now the, the name the actual the, the haas name is now euro kali haas yeah yeah not even haas euro kali <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and that again it brings me to american capitalism but there's not that much i mean there there's a lot of money in it but if you think about it <clears throat> like uh, like I said, I'm going to test you on some. Uh, we're going to talk about drivers and stuff, but I'm going to test you on, on this stuff too. Is that like there are the same companies are making the engines? Like the same, how many engine makers are there? Three. Three engine makers. Yeah, Three engine makers for Ferrari, 10 teams. Ferrari, Mercedes, Honda. Right. So, so like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Al Alpine makes does Alpine make one too now? No, right? well, Renault, Renault make their engines. Al yeah. Alpine have turned to make, uh, Alpine or Renault have been rebranded as Alpine. As Alpine, yeah, right? They, they they do. I mean, again, here's the difference. Like Al the, Renault, Al Renault, like that's a French-owned yeah. company. Renault. You know what I mean? Yeah, the people of yeah. France own own Renault. That's the the, Fr the French taxpayers pay for Renault. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? On one hand, the French taxpayers pay for Renault, and on the other hand, the billionaire oligarch oil guy just got into bed with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's what I, makes it crazy, dude. GM, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. Are they part of a, a wider group, though. <clears throat> Who's that? Which one is that? Renault. They are probably owned by. <clears throat> but yeah, but I believe that they're. I believe that the, the part of Renault, it's a French company. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I could be wrong. No, no, no. But I believe that part of Renault is a French company. So, so on yeah, one hand, it is a French company. <clears throat> if one ha hand you have the, the yeah, exactly, their headquarters <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Like, on mm. one hand, you have, it's it, like I said, it's just, it's, it's, it's so much money that it's, there's only three guys that can make your engines. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, then and there's like 15 million a season. Yeah. And then 15 million a season. you can't like, like just to get your car better. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't just do something like I see what they're doing. I'm just going to do that. You can't just do that. <laughs> no. That's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. It's cheating unless you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you pay for it, which is what yeah. happened. They paid for yeah, it, right? Yeah. One of the teams paid for the cheating. To, and 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 that's that's why I love Toto Wolf because they're like they paid me for the money at the time. Like it was not a crime. There was nothing yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what everybody's talking about because they changed the rule right after that. Because that's what happens in <laughs> F1. There's some weird shit. Like they changed the rules for oh, Ferrari. Uh, they got a big say in this. Oh my god, they own the whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? Ferrari, they got to say this, or if they win it, like Hamilton. You know, Hamilton does some shit, and you're like, what the fuck is Hamilton getting away with? Well, yeah, he's the fucking. 17 time or whatever champion but still he shouldn't be getting away with that shit you know what i mean yeah. he's only doing it because we need hamilton to win fucking podiums yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So part of it's like, uh, it's you know, you you have to you have to ride that tide with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, For me, yeah. that's why I love it though. I think yeah. it's great. Again, it's like it's like professional wrestling. There's only two, there's <laughs> only ten teams. So it's easy to follow 10 teams. Each team has two drivers. It's easy for me to follow them. And there's good guys and there's bad guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what makes yeah. F1 so great. That's yeah. what makes it all. Who's your favorite team? Who's my favorite team? My, yeah. yeah. My favorite team. Or would you just be a racer uh, guy? I, like, I wouldn't have it. I sort of haven't, I don't know, McLaren, I sort of always followed them, you know what I mean? McLaren have always been a team that have been, you know, I, I, I quite like, but I'm quite fond of Red Bull at the moment. And it's mainly that I'm, I'm just quite fond of Max Verstappen. Like, I think he's a great driver. And, you know, if there is somebody to even come anywhere close to what Hamilton is doing, like, he'd be one of the guys. So I quite like him, you know. I just like the the overall racing of it and then the the technical aspect of it as well. Like so, it's it's everything. But yeah, if I had to say, I, th the favorite I think you're right. I think moment. that I, I I totally agree with you in that. Like I think that there'll be a movie made about either just about Hamilton, yeah. Lewis Hamilton, or there'll be a movie made about like there'll be like the the like they have in the past for F1 because that's what makes it is those rivals one guy's at the end one guy's yeah. at the beginning or these two guys been battling the whole time but like you know there'd be a good movie that the whole Hamilton Verstappen yeah. movie of how one the old dog gave it to the young dog kind of thing or he, he went out and took it you know yeah. because you definitely see that he's a he's a phenom to get the kid's a phenom how old is he 23 like you know what I mean? He's twenty three years old. <laughs> like it's it's crazy, you know. It's, He's twenty three years old. Won his first race with Red Bull in Barcelona. Like you know, fair enough. The two Mercedes took themselves out. Like, but to have a debut with one of the biggest teams in F one at the moment and and do that. Like and and he consistently puts in like he doesn't really dip too much at all. Like he's so consistent. And the last couple of years, like, he's just. He hasn't had the car underneath him. I think this year he does. But, like, you know, it's a long season and it all depends on who develops their car quicker as well. Like, and because the, there's a big regulation change next year. So, like, who's going to put the effort right up until the end of the season? Or, like, when are they going to start focusing on next year's car, which is a big change to aero? You know, all this type of stuff. So it, it's going to be a very interesting season with all that underlying stuff as well, especially with the power unit, the engine freeze now at the end of next year. So Honda really need to make sure that this engine is bulletproof this year because Honda are out then and Red Bull take over their engines. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, essentially what's, what's happening is the, the, somebody had to step in and say, this shit has costed us too much fucking money. And there's only like five fucking companies that own the whole fucking thing. Except for these billionaire fucking outsiders like Stroll, like your man in yeah, in, yeah. in Russia. <clears throat> I mean, these these billionaire outsiders come in and they get welcomed with open arms and they bring their kids in to drive for them. But like, <laughs> you know, Stroll is Stroll is just he just went right up right up and said, We're just gonna pay for get we're gonna pay to get this done. You know what I mean? But then like, yeah. oh, you can't pay to get it done. What do you mean I can't pay to get it done? Watch. Well, that's not quite. Well, you can pay for this though. You know what I mean? Yeah. They paid him. Well, that's what happened. So what happened? They paid him the the uh, fifty grand for information about those three little holes in the brake things up or yeah, whatever, the brake right? Ducks, yeah. Yeah, in the brake ducts, right? So they paid him for that information. So they they bought the information and then they paid him. 
and then they did that to their cars, right? Yeah. And and it was challenged, yeah. and they were found to be wrong, but they were they were dropped a couple points. But they could keep, not only could they move on, <laughs> but they could keep the fucking brake ducts the way they were. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. so so literally, they were said, "You're wrong, but keep going." It it does give you an unfair advantage, but. Keep going because you paid for it right before we changed the law or something. Is yeah, that what happened? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's yeah, great, like, man. That's like, awesome. That's, like that's crazy. Like you got to look back at the, at the Ferrari situation as well. Like with their engines from what was it, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, uh, and the difference. And like the FAI said, right, they were doing something. <laughs> we're, not, we're not telling you what what they did. But they're not allowed to do it again. So don't they worry prom- about it. They promise they won't do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like you've you've got to wonder like what like how are how are Ferrari getting away with that? You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's just it's it's crazy sometimes. Like um like that, that particular one is mad. But look So do you see do you do you Ferrari foresee shit last year, so do you foresee this being the year that Verstappen could take over that top spot? Um, I think it's going to be very close because like Hamilton is still very, very quick and Mercedes are a great team. And like even very minor setbacks in the past, they've pushed themselves to go even further the next time. Like it's just that type of team. They have some, they have this no blame culture, like, you know, so where everyone could be creative and do what they want. And there's, you know what I mean? Like, so they have all that, going for them so I think they, they've suffered a little bit to Red Bull this year initially because like Red Bull's design of car last year is quite similar to this year they use a high rake so they've always ran high rake so they always know they know how to run a car like that so a high rake is front end down rear is yeah. up quite high yeah. so Mercedes didn't have to do that because they had the floors and they could um, put these little flarings out on the on the rear of the floor and get rid of this thing called tire squirt and it's just air flowing around the tire basically so they can't do that this year and there's less air going around their diffuser so there's they're going to try and adapt obviously try and adapt the high rake and it's just about who can maintain the development so i do it because i think red bull will you know i think they're as well. So I think it could be the year, but it's going to be very close between him and Hamilton. I, you know, I think that's if if I was betting, I'd bet him for Stappen. Well, it, could it be? I mean, could it be the year? Because and I'm look, the cars are what the cars are. You know what I mean? The, the car, in my, you know what I'm saying. I realize that there are better cars or whatever, but the but all the cars are kind of what the cars are. And with that being said, if they're pulling closer to them as far as the car's ability. Yeah. Right, then Hamilton. No matter, and and I know that 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 you know we we had a conversation about him even today or yesterday. But yeah. Hamilton has has bought us, and that's what at least when you look at Drive to Survive, you know that's the whole point at Red Bull is that they're desperately seeking that Bottas. For Verstappen, yeah. Ricardo wasn't going to do that shit. Ricardo's like, no, huh? I'm running for the championship too. And he, in all fairness to him, yeah. he was he was not going to be Bottas to 
no. Verstappen. You know what I mean? And then they did the whole Gasly thing, and then the Albon thing, and now now they have Perez. Is Perez? Is you know, could yeah. Perez with the cars being that close? He's a good fucking driver. Yeah. And is Perez actually in a position where he's like, look, you know, I'm going to talk all this shit about challenging to be the number one guy, the number one guy, but I'm in a good spot now. And if yeah. Max was winning podiums and I'm getting second or third place every week, like Batas is, yeah. why the fuck would I be crying? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. yeah. so Hamilton gets knighted. I'm still Valtteri Bottas, and I'm still making mint fucking money, and I'm fucking good. I'll yeah. go down as the second best driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I'll go down as the second best driver, but he, yeah. he can't. He has to film it and say, "Oh, of course I'm mad. Of course I'm very angry." I don't, and I believe he wants to win. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I also think, like, damn, that guy fucking. How many? How many does Hamilton have again? Seven. Seven. Yeah, and is Batas, how many has Batas been with him like for? Uh, what is it, four years now, I think? Four or five years? Four you know, years. he just, he's accepting. Batas wasn't going nowhere. His contract came up, he resigned. He wasn't yeah. going nowhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now is Perez like that? Is Perez, he's young enough that he could be like, you know, he's South American, man. They, they he, Perez is Mexican, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be racist about it, but I mean, the Mexicans, you know, they, they, they do what it takes to make a better life for themselves. And, and that guy, literally, if you watch the show, was taken away from his entire family yeah. <laughs> because he was a really good race car driver at eight or however the fuck old he was. He was taken away from his entire family in poverty, probably, in, in Mexico where he was. It was probably poverty. Oh, and he was sent to, poverty, you know, no. to this, you know, it was Mike Tyson and Customato, like, get out of, get away from New York, come up with me to upstate, and I'm going to teach you how to box, kid. You know what I mean? So he was, so now is, it, is he like, you know what? SA is all right. I am good with being where I'm at, and I'm going to push Max to win, and I can get him past Hamilton. Is it? Well, that's got to be for that's Perez. That he's in a great situation to be a superstar, in my opinion. Like I think, like yeah, I, I don't think Perez is is as quick as Verstappen, and the, the whole thing about he's coming into a new team, new car, new engine, um, so he's going to have a betting in period anyway. So it's to be expected. He did very well to get back up to fifth. From where he came like but yeah he's um i i just don't think he has that you know i think he you're you're right in saying that he is he is the bottas like and he's probably the best you probably could have got like him or hulkenberg but, but i probably pick perez over hulkenberg in fairness um but i think that's what i personally think that's part of what Red Bull probably, you know, had said. Like, this is we are in, we want the constructors. We're we're getting you in here for the constructors, and uh, a quick teammate to uh, to Verstappen. But it was the reason he's driving is to make sure Red Bull win a championship. So yeah, I, I, you know, I, um, you know, whether he wins a championship or not, I don't. Yeah. I, I personally don't think he can, especially against somebody like Verstappen, who is firmly embedded in the team. That car is wrapped around him, you know. So it's, you know, when he when he that that qualifying lap at the weekend like was was quality. You know what I mean? He's just he's just on it. There wasn't one adjustment in that whole lap, like you know, in this. In, it's difficult to beat that. Yeah, to, to, yeah, totally. I mean, look, it's. It could be, it could be the year, but I think that there's some time behind it. I think you're right. I think right that, mm. that you know, Verstappen's not going anywhere. Perez is now signed to a multi-year deal. Mm. If not this year, then next year with all the changes, if they get it dialed in, they have the race combination of drivers yeah. that 
now has a full year together under their belt that can push for the constructors' championship and get. And honestly, I think Perez has to know that he's not Max Verstappen. I'm, that's what that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Bottas knows that he's not Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he's not, and that's why you're saying the second drivers don't get remembered the same. I know, but we're not talking about how you remember them. We're talking about how they live their lives after racing. You know what I mean? That's that's my thing is you're talking about how 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 Bottas is when this thing is over. When Bottas retires, he's gonna be a fucking multi, multi, multi-millionaire, one of those famous men to ever come out of the nation of Finland. Yeah. <laughs> And you're saying he doesn't get remembered as much? He's going to be a hero in Finland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A hero oh, no. for being uh, second best. Yeah. Because okay. he's second best, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, and he That's did true. good. That's what I'm saying. I guess maybe it's more like, to me, it's the construct, it's the team. Mm-hmm. And how do these guys, because they have all of this money, right? And there's all of this money put into all of these teams. But the, yeah. the, the one thing that you can't necessarily pay for you know what i mean like you can't really buy is that relationship you can't buy a relationship yeah personal relationships are very much not and they're all businessmen i get it but Mm. you but the one part so that the one you know it's it's the they they'll never get that exact so who can put the team of drivers together and then the drivers have faith in the car that they're going to do good and they're doing the things that they're saying they're doing but who could put that best team together so that's what makes you can see the tears you know red bull is challenging for the championship but i guess the bigger question even than that is like who's next because everybody seems to be challenging for third place right you got a much bigger pack of guys that are in that are that are challenging for that third place and again this is from limited knowledge but right you would have a few teams like mclaren ferrari what is what's going to happen with ferrari you know what i mean but you know you have the aston martin team now and you have the the you know you got teams now that are that are going to compete you know you have alpine wants to compete now so you know who who's gonna, who do you think has the the right combination of car and driver set to to take that third spot uh for me it's mclaren um, I just think, just with Ricardo when he gets, you know, when he gets fully up to speed with the car, and you have Lando Norris, and he's doing great, doing a great finish at the weekend fourth, like, um, you know, and they seem to have some nice trick aero at the back of the car seems to be helping as well. It's a good stable car, so I think that they that they're probably in the best position. I think, um, and especially McLaren have gotten or you know they've got the bit well probably the best engine now with mercedes so they've got sort of everything going for them going into next year as well because mclaren are a big team they're obviously you know they'd have the money to be preparing in the background as well so i think you know they're teeing up for a big year next year um but i think this year they're going to do well i think they'll be third it'll be close it's going to be very close but that's who i pick Okay, yeah, I, I, there, I uh, agree with you. I think I agree with you there too. Again, just from my, my mm. limited knowledge, I think it's a smart. Show. I, I just again, you know, the combination of the drivers and yeah. again, uh, no, for me, it's actually because the the CEO of McLaren's an American, so like I can't root for Haas because we all know <laughs> we all know what happens with Haas. So I have to find some connection to it and. It could be either be Otmar or it can be, you know, yeah, or it could yeah. be 
you want to be Zach Brown right now. It could be Zach Brown. And I just feel like I'm a bit more of a Zach Brown yeah, than yeah, I would be an Ottmar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just Zach feel like Brown me. Zach is probably one of the coolest <laughs> you know what I'm saying? team you, bosses. Yeah, like, I would want to think that yeah. that mm, that when I watch the show, I'm like, you know what? I, I get that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like I personally, yeah. but just me, I get I get that guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. why I guess that's why I got to root for him. But yeah, that's because yeah. he's an American. Like other than that, yeah. but I I like Ricardo. And I think yeah. you're right. I think it's a different dynamic than yeah. any of these other teams. It's kind of like a double two guys. One's just starting his career, but has tons of potential. And yeah. one is at, it, it, this is it. Like he's got a couple yeah. years left in him yeah. Yeah. and then his career is, is, is over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not Alonzo. He's not Ricardo is who Ricardo is. Yeah. So he needs to win now. So he puts faith in McLaren. McLaren's got a great car. They're yeah. running a great car. And he, Norris is going to, Norris will sit at his seat for a few years to let Ricardo reach his peak. You know, they have a couple years with this to this yeah. team to win it, I think. So yeah, hopefully they can get definitely. it done. Yeah, yeah. I think this is, this is now a team for the future. Um, you know, to, you know, Lando's quite young, but Ricardo's young enough as well, you know. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a team for the future. Uh, teams to watch out. I'm just hoping that, like, all the other teams behind, like like Aston Martin, you know, I was expecting them to be, you know, right on McLaren's heels, um, and they just don't have the pace. And Vettel again, disappointing, silly errors. It's it, it's a strange one. Like I, it's a strange one with Vettel about how he's really struggling to drive these hybrid cars. He's never done well in them. Um, so I I was hoping that he would just come out of the blocks and it'd be great new team, sort of, you know, big experience and then nothing, you know? So it's, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, you th- you think so too. Like, I, again, we had the conversation. I said the same thing. I'm like, you know, you'd think that a guy, he's a four-time champion, right? Mm-hmm. He was a four-time yeah. champion. Do you think, obviously, the car was getting tired. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Vettel was getting tired of the car and, get, and they were getting tired of him. Okay. And, you know, he... He got went for the money. You know what I mean. He went. He, he took. He took the fucking stroll yeah. dollars, yeah, and he yeah. said, "Yep, I'll take this fucking punk ass kid of yours, and I'll fucking dominate him." But has yeah. the you know is he is is it because of like you said about the the hybrids or, or for some reason he just he's not he's got to turn it he's got to perform like he, otherwise he's done like that's it you know what I mean at some it's stage like, like and and especially with Aston Martin and Stroll being in charge like i i just don't think that he'll he'll waste too much time like it's not like he'll get rid of him at the end of this season or like during the season or anything like that but like if that has a really bad year like and keeps up with these stupid mistakes tipping into people like i just don't see stroll as a man that was say oh yeah no we'll give him another year like he's he seems very cut and dry you know he's gonna he's gonna make a decision. He's gonna. There's plenty of drivers out there. Yeah, you there's. Know, there, you know, so like he he could save a few quid getting an F two <laughs> driver. He has an experienced, if you will, stroll his son driving. You know, so he, yeah. I just hope it was just a blip with Vettel because I really I'm I want them to do well, and personally, I, I, I'd like to see Aston Martin being a bit closer, especially Alpine as well. Disappointing. So yeah. 
I read, did I read somewhere too, talking about, again, about just this capitalist, uh, uh, weird little Bilderberg side, but is red is, is Aston Martin, they don't just sponsor Cognizant, right? They're not just with Stroll. Do they not sponsor, are they not a big sponsor for Red Bull too? I'm actually not sure about that. I don't Could be wrong. A big sponsor for Red Bull. Um, I, you know, they wouldn't be a, one of the bigger ones with them. Not that I don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Car, but, um, I'm not sure. I could, I could be wrong. Just, I just read it. I just thought, well, is that something else? Like the same company sponsoring both? Like it's just, oh, yeah. it could happen though in Formula One. It could happen. No, yeah, definitely. definitely <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean, then I guess if you think, you know, McLaren's there, and then obviously we talked about the the Vettel situation, and we'll just take the rest kind of as who yeah. they are. Like who, who do you see then? You know, down at the bottom of that sort of list that's going to be a surprise to you or do you think could show up and, you know, maybe compete, even though some of them are actually second teams, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who do you think can compete? Like, the, is who, who can, who, who, do you, who do you think is, could put on a good show this year and at least get themselves yeah. seen for a better team next year? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think, I think Albuquerque are probably the, the other team to, to watch out for this year. Um, you know, you've got Gasly, um, he's been, you know, back in that team, and he's been do- he's been doing pretty well with them, like you know. So he had an unfortunate outcome because he qualified, I think, P five, yeah, and yeah. and then shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so. he enough, I think he did Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but look, Alpha Terry, I think, and especially with Sonoda, he's um, he he seems very quick and very capable. Um, especially of all the rookies that started uh, this weekend. Um. You know, he was competitive through all sessions. Um, bar qualifying, bar qualifying, but there'd be little mistakes with him. You know, the big nerves. I say, like he, somebody. Oh yeah, was there was a mix up on the grid when he came up. He had to go into reverse. You know, could you imagine that in your debut race <laughs> and you miss your grid spot and you have to reverse? Like, and you're just like, you don't need that before the first race in F one. So. I, I imagine as it becomes more familiar to him, uh, the bigger team, bigger setup. I think he'll be probably the one to watch this year. I, you know, he, you know, he might sneak a podium. He could possibly do. Alfatari won a race last year, so like, you know, you could see it. So um, I'd I'd love to see it as well. Japanese driver gone. Oh, let's here, just be. So. We, we, I guess we need to be clear on this again, because <laughs> even though I get as you watch it, you say, "Oh, we, you know, there's only ten teams. It's easy for me. My simple brain. It's only ten. Mm. But the reality is, it's not really ten teams. Like Alfatari is. <laughs> Yeah, is the second team for Red Bull, right? Yes. So AlphaTauri is the feeder F1 feeder, not an F2 feeder or a yeah. go kart track feeder team. <laughs> no, 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 no. They actually have another F1 team. Yeah. There's a feeder team for there, and then you had like yeah. the stuff with Gasly and that. Yeah. But like, they're never gonna win. You know, they're never gonna win a constructor. No. No, they're never, no, you know what I mean? No, like, just, no, no. Like, put it like so, that. No. They don't. So now you have 10 teams, so there's a one in 10 chance. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Yeah. No, because that team's. Like, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. They're feeder. You know what I mean? They're, they're just. <laughs> just feeder team, you know what I mean? That's what they do. And that's why I love it. Again, that's why I love the. Yeah. I love watching the sport because, like, yeah. you have. You, you only have five or six teams that can actually win it so you have the good guys but you have the underdog stories and that's what like 
the, yeah. the Gasly story is this underdog story. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this, like, there, some of these stories have some great underdogs. And some of them have washed up guys that aren't ready, but uh, to, 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 to say goodbye and still think they have something in them, you know? So when is that, yeah. when do they get out of it? So how about, uh, how about Ferrari, though? What do you think about Ferrari? Yeah, I think Ferrari this year, you can see that they sort of, they're, they're back, back up to speed. I suppose better than last year, um, probably not as good as the year before last, before their engine got a uh, detuned, whatever happened to them. But um, yeah, so basically, I think they're they're up on pace. Leclerc is very quick in qualifying. He's he's like Verstappen, you know, and Hamilton, you know, they they're just they've got absolute pace. Like they're just so quick. So he, you know, I think able I. You know, I think they will probably come just behind McLaren. I think, they, yeah. like, Science, you know, he's he was doing well over the weekend. You can see that his pace was up. So he'll hopefully get into that team quick enough. And then Leclerc will see by their pace. But you can sort of measure their pace to the Alfa Romeos as well because they've got the Ferrari engine. And you can see that their pace is up as well is probably the only anomaly in that but like uh like even Mick Schumacher was what he was nearly a second quicker than his teammate um in qualifying so the Ferrari engine it, it has a little bit of poke back so I just think Ferrari overall I think yeah probably just behind McLaren yeah I think that I mean again I think that's a situation where I like the two drivers mm -hmm. I like the combination you know, they're both young, hungry, but yeah. it's Ferrari. So they could both make a career out of Ferrari together, yeah. challenging to win races and for podiums if the car <laughs> performs the way the car needs to perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what that's what I like the team. But is the are they can they get their shit together to perform a performance vehicle on the track again? And it looks like maybe they like you said, you think that they're they're, they're actually their speed is up and they're looking pretty good, right? Yeah, they're looking they're looking better than last year. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't say that they're you know, I even still think the Alpha Terry's probably a bit quicker than them. Um, you know, it's it, it's hard to tell at the moment. Um, we'll probably see in Imola the true pace of that Ferrari. Um, but I definitely think it's uh, it's up on power, but just not enough to compete with the likes of Red Bull and Mercedes yet. Um, hopefully they can develop it through the season and they can get somewhere. Because obviously you want a Ferrari in the fire. And as you said, it's a great it's a great lineup. Like Leclerc, Sainz, they're destined for good things as well. They're just like, there's a, a lot of talent on the grid at the moment. And, to have them two drivers in Ferrari, yeah. you want them. Uh, you want, hopefully next year now. If they're, if they're All right, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw another couple names at you from from the races, and you 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 just give me give me something what you think on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Ralph George Russell. What do you, can obviously he was the like the uh, Hamilton's out with COVID. Yeah. So let's yeah. how did this George Russell think? Oh, because that's another thing we need to talk about. So the, mm. so drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Right, drivers have management. Yes. Right, drivers have management. And currently, um, like one of the biggest managers of drivers in the F1 is also <laughs> the director of Mercedes. And part owner of Diamond. And part owner. <laughs> and part, wait, part owner 
of Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> he also so so they hate each other, but they hire their drivers. But in order to hire, if you want this driver, you got to go through me. Yeah, so they yeah. hate each other, but they're all just paying each other around <laughs> around the table. Toto Wolf owns the f- half of the fucking league, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy, that's crazy town. Why do you think Bata's got his seat? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a conflict of interest, and he had to leave him as manager. So Tabatas had to find another manager. But he got his foot in the door. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> insane it's so funny it's so crazy but like you got to look back like it, it's, it's funny because like you have Toto Wolf and now you have George Russell you had in Williams like and you had Bottas in Williams back then as well like uh, so Williams were a better team back then given that but still it's funny how it, it's, it's working out because I reckon probably Russell's getting that seat next year yeah because I'm going to tell you what like I mean you know some people look at, at you know, when you, especially when you watch Hard to Survive, but some people look at Total Wolf as this, like, evil enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I look at Total Wolf like he's Jeff fucking Bezos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy, his, all his stock does is rise. Yeah, yeah. All his stock does is rise. And he is, to the point, the pinnacle of success yeah. That's a person could possibly be in his field. Yeah. He's at the absolute pinnacle of that success. And he also is like, I, in order to get here, I had to travel 300 days a year yeah. in order to get here. I, that, that guy also, he doesn't sleep. Yeah. He works every day. He's on the road every day. He doesn't sleep. Yeah. So at some point he's gonna be like, I'm done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like Simon Cowell on, on like America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, because he owns he like Simon Cowell owns. If you win, you're gonna come work for Simon Cowell. He's gonna produce you. He's gonna win, and he produces the show. <laughs> and I mean, Toto Wolf is like Simon fucking Cowell. <laughs> In a way, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy in Formula One. You think about that, actually. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's so, it's just. I love it. That's why I love yeah. this. You know, I mean, Total Wolf's a prick. Yeah, well, Total Wolf don't give a fuck yeah. about <laughs> nobody. Give nobody. Total Wolf will always be like, I ruled Formula One. Yeah. I own the company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I know you're you're, you're married yeah. to a Spice Girl. I get that. I yeah. own <laughs> the fucking company, and I own the driver. <laughs> yeah, so good luck to you he's, and Ginger Spice. He's, he's, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what he, <laughs> and when it's over, I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna retire before. That's why they, they're looking for outs. I think him and Hamilton are looking for outs. I think so too. And what I I personally think about Total Wolf, and there was a lot of talk about Total Wolf. Like, is he is he gonna step aside or? You know, because there was that big deal with Daimler. Like, so it turns out that he wants to stay. And my personal opinion on that is, like, he is, he doesn't want to let go over the regulation change. I think he is, he brought this Mercedes team to 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 a place. I don't think he's quite ready to just let go yet. I think he wants to make sure that they, they're there and thereabouts next season when the new Aero comes in the different car new wheels all this type of stuff so i i think we'll see him probably move away in the next couple of years but i think you know it's definitely two three years out anyway i'd say yeah so i mean really you're you're kind of saying you know they got to the point 
where they're like, look, let's win one after the change. If they if they can if they can win this year and then win next year after all the changes are made, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do that, he's a fucking monster. Yeah. And you can say all the bad shit you want about Lewis Hamilton, but he don't give a fuck <laughs> if they do that together. And I'll, I don't care. Yeah. I know Valtteri Bottas wants to win, but if he's the number two driver on that team and they win, he'll retire too. Yeah. Because him and fucking Pippen and Jordan yeah. were nothing without each other. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know yeah. Pippen made a mistake. He went away and Jordan still became a superstar. But there are always, you, you, yeah. you talk about the, the seconds not remembered. You always remember Jordan and Pippen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Bottas and Hamilton. I, I honestly feel it. I even know Hamilton is the knight and Hamilton has all this amazing stuff going for him. I mean, not going for him. I don't mean that in a positive way, but like, He's a minority in the sport. Like yeah, he's yeah. ruling. I mean, he, he just has he has everything going his way for him to make mm-hmm. to do something special. And he did. Like, don't get me wrong, he did. Like, yeah, but he did. like he wasn't his story wasn't that I don't know. I, I don't think but his story wasn't that I, I was the son of a billionaire. No, he, he actually came from a more humble background. His father was uh doing two jobs just so we could get him out on the on the track at the weekends working every night on the cart and stuff like that you know um yeah so they came from yeah uh more you know yeah when you think again when you think about the sport when you think about that sport, it's very hard to come from from nothing just to run the yeah. circuits. Yeah. Those those guys literally were driving go karts. Yeah. I was the go kart national champion at fucking fourteen years old, sixteen years old. You know the next the the, the the it's the natural progression. Literally went from right. go karts into these formula type of of race cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's it's crazy that, that but there's still very few that weren't. Uh, sponsored the entire way along, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah, you know, there weren't too many of those, so they're good stories. And he just has it's the perfect story, yeah. Well, it's, it's the perfect story, like he did, like they had to put in the, the hard work to get him to the track and do that. But it, and then, then he was picked up by Ron Dennis, like so. Then Ron Dennis sort of, you know, oh, you know, looked after his, you know, his cars and stuff like that, just anything he needed, basically. And he was just effectively a McLaren driver. And he just worked his way up through the ranks, and you know, Ron Dennis was the equivalent of his millionaire father, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah, so but I think it, there's, I think the difference. I, I'm, again, maybe, I'm, maybe I don't have a fucking clue, but is that that you hear that though? Even though Hamilton is who he is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and he takes every advantage that a, a, a seven-time champion can take. He takes every one of them. You know what I mean? You talk about track limits and stuff. That guy gets away with shit, but he pushes the boundaries. But from a, from a standpoint of of you know the, the the actual FIA and F1, like yeah, well, if you were fucking competing with Hamilton, then we wouldn't have to fucking count on letting him get away with it. Because if the story isn't the number one driver, then the story's got to be something else in Formula One in order to get, generate fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, nobody, nobody wants him. Either, either we need him to win every race or we need somebody to fucking beat him. Yeah. You know, from an FIA standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you're not going to beat him, then we're going to let him get away with shit that nobody else gets away with. Yeah. That's what I, I, I. Why? Why wouldn't they? It's a marketing. You know, they need to, the F one needs to make money. It's brilliant on there, and he's a, and he's got a great story. So it it all works for Hamilton. Yeah, man, he yeah, got yeah, yeah. he did. Read, I mean, are there are there many 
guys can you think of in sport that were were like you know a Hamilton esque in that regard? In baseball, I would say I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with baseball, but I, when I think of of Hamilton, I think of Derek Jeter, who was the shortstop for the Yankees and won World Series after World Series. He was the captain of the Yankees during some of their heydays, you know. Yeah. And Jeter was always like this, like he had everything going for him. You know, like he was the superstar. He did what he did. But uh, can you think of any other athlete that's had the same impact like Lewis Hamilton? Oh, God. That's a good question. Oh, Jesus, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone now. Um, and I know it's tough, right? Yeah. It's, it's tough. Like well, look, I got, I, I, we're, I, we're running up against the, the time a little bit, but, um, yeah. and I hope you don't mind if you want to hang out. I just got, a, I got a few things I want to topics to talk about, fun stuff just to, to oh, get up. But I appreciate you. I totally appreciate you coming on. Are you watching Drive to Survive? Have you watched it? All? Oh, I've watched it. I watched it over two nights. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Two, so, so, nights so, was, yeah. Did you hear? Yeah. I don't know if you heard the podcast last week. I did, yeah. I was yeah, so show, yeah. like, I honestly, even though I knew exactly what was going to happen with that fucking Hoskar and Grosjean in Bahrain, even though yeah. I knew the outcome, I knew what I already knew the miracle that occurred yeah. that happened. I still said to myself, "Is he fucking dead?" Yeah, <laughs> I still questioned it. That's how good it was filmed. Yeah, it was, and uh, like, really, hats off to to Netflix, um, because. The, the way they the way they just went through that whole episode at the start and it was sort of like oh they're going to show the crash really quick and then black and then it goes through the whole thing and like yeah it was i was just in awe of it you know what i mean like just the, the angles they got the way they the slow-mos everything like and like i was watching with my daughter she was looking i said look you, you see this like you, you'll never believe it like you'll never see anything like this in your life like and we were looking at it in awe and i knew everything about it and she was like he's okay and i go he's fine trust me watch this he's fine and then he comes <laughs> out and i go look at that look at it. and it was just it was amazing like yeah really impressive like they totally were in the right place at the right time with that show weren't they man that yeah. i mean that's just like yeah, that's, that's insane gone. and when you when you just like again when it, it, you, you think about what I, what I watched, you know, you see that, that guy, the Gunther, who, who was, the, you know, the race team leader there. Yeah. And like, you know, you think about how much that guy's gone through just to keep his job. Yeah. And then this happens. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Like you think you he, he's like, yeah. like, like, can you imagine that? Like what, what were they saying? Was it one minute, 45 seconds or something like that? There was a time where literally nobody knew anything. Where nobody knew anything. And like, can you imagine being Gunter Steiner in that position just going, oh my God, oh my God. Like, it's it's just, it's unbelievable. The pressure he's under anyway, yeah. And then like... If if Groshan would have... makes in half, like, oh my God. If what, if what probably... For some act of something of perfect science or God or fate or whatever, that guy survived that crash. We, we I mean, yeah. it's a testament, like you heard Toto say, it's a testament to the the engineers of those cars, because there's no yeah. way he should have survived, let alone walked out of that car when that happened. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a testament that yeah. that car lit, it fucking exploded. Yeah. Exploded. Hit the guardrail, like, split the car in half, yeah. exploded. Both yeah. sides exploded. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. lodged underneath the fucking guardrail. Yeah, like uh, on fire. Yeah, for a minute and forty-four seconds. Yeah. 
and he was inside the car and he just got out with some hand burns oh. that's a testament to the engineering of those cars man yeah that's crazy it, it, it is it, it really is it's it's, it's unbelievable like, to, that is that i mean just to, to like, think about it to be yeah. like Steiner, like if he if something if he would have died, let's let's if he would have died, Haas would be over. Yeah. They wouldn't just be in bed with a Russian oligarch. <laughs> they would be done. Yeah. Fucking Chip Haas would be like, yeah, I'm fucking you know, out of here. This, this is yeah, yeah, we're done. I'm we're done. Out of here. Gunther out sayonara. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> totally, right? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Like it's it, it's it's unbelievable that they can like you can achieve that like with the safety and everything like it's just it's my yeah it's madness like yeah <laughs> well look i i want to actually i mean this is perfect if you if you're if you're up for it yeah. at a very minimum every few weeks why don't you come on and we'll do even if it's just for a little while we and, and if you want to we talk about the race if you're yeah. available we talk yeah. about the last race for the next race it doesn't have to be every race or whatever but yeah. you know if you don't if you don't mind and we'll even we'll bring in some other round table guys and we'll talk about yeah. you know we'll bring in other members of that fucking video yeah. game league Definitely. you don't have them talk shit about f1 like we'll 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 have a little round table as long as i appreciate you coming in man i got a few things that, uh, that are all my that are still on the list that i want to hit really quick if you don't mind just yeah. hanging yeah. out for a minute yeah, no problem man yeah yeah work away yeah so a couple things a couple things hit me uh, while you know, in over the last little while or whatever, one of them is you may see that <clears throat> you see that ship, that cargo ship in the Suez Canal, man. Stop, what they got lodged oh, in the fucking Suez Canal. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Like, that's it's it's the, the bloody size of the thing, like, it's giant uh, and they're, it's just properly they're fucking saying that there. the cost. <laughs> so yeah so two things so I, I watched a documentary on like so as you know i'm i'm I, i'm in the business if you if yeah. you if you yeah. will you know i'm not in the business but i i i do exchanging goods from the far east and i understand how the, the, this whole mm -hmm. system works whatever and I, I i one day i saw a um i watched a documentary and this wasn't too long ago it was it was within in a year, I'd say, about the world's largest, no, it may have been more than that, but it was about the world's largest cargo ship and its maiden voyage, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, oh, wait, before, before we drop it, before we go to that, though, it, MIB says if you had, if you had a, uh, the, the, to set up an F1 team, what would they be called? Before we get into before we get into the Suez, but that it was a good question and I, I should have asked mm. it and I forgot. If you had to, what would your, what would your F1 team be called? Oh God! I don't know. Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I oh God, on the spot. Um, gosh, I, don't I know. know. Yeah, I, don't worry about it. We won't go there. Let's go back. Let's go <laughs> back. Let's go. I can't. I can't. My racing team. It's a good question. But yeah, yeah. go on. Hello. What? You broke up there a little oh, bit. Say sorry. it again. Oh no, sorry. I just just did in the. I started a, a racing league and I had to set up a team and they said, look, you just have to set up a team name and whatever. And I just called it evolution. So that's probably what I call it. So <laughs> it's a shite name, but there you go. That sounds more like, a, that sounds more like a, that sounds more like a, 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 a group of guys in like the WWE or something. Yeah, it's a, it's a shite <laughs> the evolution is coming. 
Prepare for the evolution. <laughs> but they're saying that this ship cost. They finally got it dislodged, right? So yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm watching this this uh, documentary on the world's largest cargo ship, and they talk about all the things, and they follow it on its on its whole journey. And it's crazy, man. The, the size of these fucking things, and there's only like 20 people that work on the whole ship, and it's fucking three football fields. It's it's crazy how big these things are, and what they do. And when they got to the Suez Canal, they actually yeah. had a Captain who drove through the Suez Canal, drive out to the boat, get onto the cargo, sh the container ship, and guide the ship through the Suez Canal. That's how narrow the canal is. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so whatever happened, happened to the ship, but it got lodged then. And it got lodged. And they couldn't get it out because it's so fucking narrow there. Yeah, but, the, yeah. but the only other answer is to go all the way around down south. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it I costs, know, they yeah. say it costs about $60 billion. That's all told. That's what the cost of that thing being in there for six days. Sixty Whoa. billion dollars. Are you? Serious? It's crazy. Whoa. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. This. This. Money. Yeah. It's crazy. And and Goldie, this. The, yeah. The, in the Suez Canal, they don't have that. They what they do is you hire the old Egyptian fucking captains you have to hire them so it's a bit of a mafia thing too i'd say in egypt where you have to hire them to take your boat through so you don't get pulled through like by a tugboat or anything or guided through you act there is a guide boat in front of you but you actually need a captain on because there's only like two foot of space on either side where if you go either side you're fucked you know what i mean he knows everything about the canal i don't think it's that severe but that anyway he knows everything i was like that is it's crazy to think of the damage that I think that somebody's going to pay the price for that, man. Oh, man. And, and yeah. Jesus, so one of the other man. things that I saw is that uh, this week is that. Did you did you did you happen to see the story about the uh, the, the mafia uh, fugitive that got caught? No. In the Dominican Republic? No, I didn't know. All right. So the, this the, this. Yeah, so there's this Mark, fellow, Mark Farron Claude Biart, was was he's, he was a mafia guy, right? Yeah, and he was wanted. He's an alleged member of the Indrajeta crime syndicate, whatever. Indrajeta, did I say it right? I don't know. Anyway, these are the baddest dudes in Italy, right? The baddest mob in Italy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been on the run for I can't remember how many years, like ten years or something, right? He's been on the run for. I'm trying to trying to see if I can read here, but anyway, yeah. and. He decided that he was on the run. He was, he was wanted for connection with trafficking of cocaine in the Netherlands. And he, he, so him and his wife went on the run. And they just couldn't keep quiet. So they started a YouTube channel, a cooking, Italian cooking YouTube channel from the Dominican <laughs> Republic. So this is be careful when you're talking about aliases and they'll never catch me. Be careful, motherfuckers out there. When you got you got more than one personality going on around there, you if they want to find you, they'll find you. And they found him because he never showed his face, but he had tattoos on his hands and on his arms, and he always showed his arms. And they found him by looking at these videos. Somebody must have said something, but they they, they were like, "There, those are his hands. Those are the tattoos." That he has those are his hands oh. so that's how they found him and then they went and arrested him and got him no way. like no way. this guy was in complete solitude no not oh, one person so in the close. dominican republic was going to turn him in for shit no. yeah and he couldn't help himself and he had to start a motherfucking cooking channel on youtube and he got caught
Oh, is that not hilarious? That is brilliant. Like, oh my god, <laughs> what would you, it's just like, what, what a different you... world we live in. Yeah, like, oh god, surely, oh, surely you'd be thinking about that. You know, what I, mean? oh, I wouldn't even risk it if I was up on them charges. You you point a phone at me, I'm kicking it out of your hand. You know what I mean? So, like, he was, he was so close away from it. So. So, I know, uh, <laughs> and it's crazy. It's absolutely. I mean, I just, like he just couldn't. He couldn't. <sighs> and then what? what he went could, in and he got keep his fucking mouth shut. You know what I mean? Into the, who went into the Dominican Republic to get him? Like who arrested him? Was it? The, the, so they. The, I guess the Italian government. Oh yeah. Let's see. Let's see where they what they say about who. Yeah, I'm seeing how that. Doesn't say. I'm sure that they're making yeah. cops. Interpol. There it is. He's getting taken away by Interpol. Yeah, yeah. So the international police went in and got there him. Go. So yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Interpol went in and got him. So, <laughs> but it just it just goes to show you, man. Like you can't. That dude in a land that he was going to get caught. He should have yeah, got caught. He was home that's, free. That's, yeah, he was. He dude was, was home free, man. He was. Like, he was fucking showering outside in his in his hot Dominican. Yeah. Casa with his wife, and he couldn't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> I got another one for it that I that I found. So exactly, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I found another one where um, I don't know if you know my regular guest on the show, uh, my my co-host Rosie. He's a yeah. chef, and you know he's into the wines and he does the stuff. But um, we were talking, and this is about fifteen years ago. There was this fad that I remember reading in the newspaper, and it was it was not fad, but they were. Uh, finding port wine in shipwrecks yeah. from the pirate days and from the exploration days, right? Because and because and the, any bottles that weren't broken and were were sealed correctly were yeah. basically just preserved underwater perfectly. The preservation under there under the water was pr perfect preservation. And these shipwreck ports, you're drinking ports from like the 13 and 1400s. You know what I mean? So. What they did, so, so what's, what, what a company in Spain did was they basically now put a team together and they take wine and they submerge it into like this reef. They call it like an artificial reef and they take the wine down there and submerge it into this reef and they age it underwater. Okay. So they're actually turning it into a business. Oh my God. Right? Oh my <laughs> right? God. Like the most expensive bottle so the, here's just a, a little history after one of them was under under the deep sea yeah. um for 170 years so it, it went down in a wreck right and it, and it was found 170 years later right so it came up it was 170 years and it was a single bottle of vouv clicquot which is a, a, sh a champagne yeah and it sold for thirty thousand euros whoa whoa Right, so yeah. these guys are saying, "Why don't we just fucking yeah, put the bottles shit. down there now?" <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna submerge this shit, man. And it's a thing now; it's like a thing. They're yeah. plunging them down forty meters deep. They're they're aging better. They're but you have to pay so much more because bottles are breaking, shit's going wrong. So because of the, uh, you're yeah. paying so much more because it's going under. You know, you know what the fucked up thing is. You know me, and you've listened to the podcast. Yeah, you know what the yeah. fucked up thing is, Tony? Is that yeah, you're I'm. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> You're right. No, no. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to get a bottle. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get a bottle. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, that was all I had for today. Yeah. I know that uh, we're 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 at 113, which is perfect time. I really appreciate you. I'm sorry about the uh, the shitty beginning <laughs> to what went on, but uh, um, don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> we'll spray it over the WTW winner. Yeah. yeah. Look, we'll we'll. we'll I pro- I apologize for the shitty beginning, but I don't think that there were many people on at the time anyway. So I'll still yeah, publish yeah, this show. Yeah, and I yeah. appreciate you coming on. Thanks a million. Yeah, like man. I said, we'll just talk about. We'll put some F one stuff out there, and we'll, uh, uh, you know, we'll get we'll, we'll every few weeks because they race every couple weeks, right? Then it's not even every week. Yeah. These guys, they're yeah. so tired that they can't take a car from one place to another every week. Yeah. Oh, we gotta yeah. gotta let the car rest. You know, <laughs> uh, Lewis has to rest for yeah. two weeks before he can uh, race again. <laughs> yeah, three three weeks from now um, is Imola, and then I think it builds up again. But yeah. It's a little bit spread right. out. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, we will. Well, let's let's have you on either maybe after, right after, because there'll be another race under the belt, and there'll probably be another break for two weeks before the next one. So let's have you on after that. So maybe in like four oh, weeks man. or something, jump on and we'll do it again. All right, pal. Yeah, man. Yeah, sounds great, man. Thanks for having me on. It was great, great. Crack I totally man. appreciate you being on, man. I totally appreciate you coming on the show and uh, being part of my eleventh week, man. Almost four months I've been doing yeah, this. It's fucking well, COVID, it's baby. Fucking COVID. Brilliant, man, it's brilliant. Great, Listen, great show as well, man. Fair play. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves. And uh, this is Romo for Hit the Lotto number 11. And this was a lot of fun. Once again, I love it. Get to, get to set your mind free. Thanks a million. Bye, folks. Hit the lotto, hit the lotto